Daniel, you want to talk a little bit about hemp? Hemp. Hemp? Yeah, you know, we're going to start off heavy. No, it's not really heavy. We're going to start off packed with information. We're doing a segment of American Made. Mmm. A little Bruce for your morning. So, again, American Made is a conversational corner on policy affecting American business. Yes. So today we're breaking down the hemp market and growth in the hemp market. Interesting. Right. Why aren't we talking about this? Uh, well, the most recent legislation passed was actually here in Texas. So we're staying hyper-local. But Texas passed new hemp laws in June that legalized hemp and other hemp-derived products like CBD oil. And... A lot of people consider this just another step forward for hemp, which is exploding in the American agricultural market. So, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, land used for hemp growth expanded by nearly 400% in the span of just one year. Uh, If you look at the bar graph, it's like 2014, land use for hemp was practically non-existent, and it climbed up a little bit in 15, 16, a little more in 17, and then 2018 was like, whoopsh! And then 2019, whoosh. Wow. Yeah, it's just like it, it. you see these giant increases almost from just like one day to the next. Obviously, it's like yearly growth, but sure. the impact is there. Why? Why are we seeing so much more hemp growth? Well, it's all tied back to CBD oil. I'm sure everyone has seen it. It is literally everywhere. It's in vitamins. It's in drinks, food, pet food, sports products. They use it at spas. I mean, it's literally everywhere. In 2018, retail sales were anywhere from... Half a billion to two billion dollars for CBD products. So you know it, it's a pop in market. People enjoy the products. Um, the science behind like the medicine aspect of CBD still isn't super clear. Uh, we'll have to dig into that at some point as well and get a health expert on to talk about the business behind the medicine of CBD. But just as a consumer product, it's popular, and it's particularly important to be talking about this right now because life for farmers is riddled with challenges right now. Interesting. Riddled with challenges. And hemp could be an avenue for a lot of farmers to find profitability and to survive around some of these uncertain agricultural times. So, Seeing it as maybe a new kind of cash crop almost? Yeah, kind of like the tobacco of the new age sure, to a degree. Sure. Um, and a wacky tobacco. Right. I was actually watching a p- <laughs> wacky tobacco. Um, call up truth. I was watching uh, this PBS video. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a few years old now, but educational. Yeah, it was a, a Kentucky farmer who mostly was a tobacco farmer, sure. and then, you know because of anti-tobacco laws and um, kind of a crackdown on the stigma of smoking cigarettes, it has not become as lucrative. So then he expanded into uh, bringing cows onto his farm. So he had a little bit of livestock income, but now he's transitioning almost entirely over to hemp because it is profitable. Wow. And because you're seeing a lot of even um, even more conservative-leaning states, red states, be like, no, this, this doesn't need to be illegal. Mm-hmm. This is actually good for our farmer population, and it's a product that people want. We can make profit off of it. So let's decriminalize it or excuse me make it illegal or make it not illegal make it legal that's sure. what i'm looking to say sure. so why is this important for farmers right now well farm income is averaging below 70 billion for the entire industry consistently which 70 billion still sounds like a lot but compare that to 2013's record 123.4 billion mm. year for agriculture you compare that that's almost 50 percent less Uh, And that is the new norm. So farmers are seeing, okay, we're not going to be reaching these 
these peak numbers anytime soon. This is a quote from Corey Prince. He's an accredited farm manager for Northwestern Farm Management Co. in Minnesota. But the way he phrased this was, quote, in terms of farm profitability, this year's margins are very tight to negative. Most operators are paying cash rents that are based on a projected budget that will produce no or negative returns. Producer will need above average yields and high prices to produce a profit in 2019. And end quote, which, you know, they're not really seeing um, corn and soybean yields were predicted to be pretty low for 2019. Sure. And then we tack on the trade wars that China um, and the U.S. have been between. And that has put a hard stop on all agricultural sales to China. They no longer want to buy our agricultural products, uh, which is tough when they make up 5.9 billion in U.S. farm product exports. That was for 2018 which is, I guess you could say pretty close to almost like 10% of agricultural revenue. So that's tough. Yeah. Now, breaking into hemp could be that big break for a lot of farmers because, for example, an acre of soybeans, which we're seeing a lot of tumultuousness around, Mm -hmm. gets a farmer maybe around 500 bucks. Okay. Hemp, because of its multi-use, can yield as much as $30,000 an acre. Wow. Which is like a no-brainer, right? And it's not just CBD oil. We're talking hemp for rope, hemp for clothes, hemp in beauty products. It's a popular, popular plant. It's multi-use, and it really can turn a profit. Um, So now I think the conversation has to be around, okay, how do we scale this properly? Because farmers have been growing hemp, um, at least when it's more for the marijuana purposes they want it to look pretty so it gets grown more as or more in the style of a tomato Mm -hmm. which is expensive and takes a lot of time a lot of oversight um but when you're making hemp products like you're stripping that down you're using it for rope and clothes and you're extracting the oil you don't need the plant to look pretty so there is a way to scale it a little better than it has been um i'm just interested to see now that it's becoming more of a standard how will the agricultural community embrace it wholeheartedly? Will yeah. it become, you know, a standard for American agriculture, like corn, like soybeans, like, I guess, wheat, you know? I, sure, I'm sure. Like, I, I don't even know. If Different better. grains and yeah, th- things right. like that. No, 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 I, I'm with <laughs> Dem you. Dem grains. It's a really interesting question. I'll be curious to see where the ideal climates for this is. Like, it can, can hemp just be grown anywhere? This is something I'm not entirely aware of. So can, yeah, can I'm ne- not very educated on that. Yeah, can Nebraska... Uh, can you grow hemp just as well in Nebraska as you can in Virginia as right. you can in other places? That'll be interesting to see if it does, in fact, become a, a larger and larger thing. Well, as we see uh, hopefully continued growth yeah. uh, in 2019, but even if there isn't, uh, we might have to loop back around on this in a few weeks or a few months even, uh, and bring on a farmer to talk about some of the business behind hemp growth and to answer some of those questions because, yeah, the, the logistics of growing um, and whether or not it's something that, you know, will only be useful for like your Kentucky farmer, or like you said, will it grow in maybe some of the harsher winters of, of Nebraska? We'll have to see. We'll have to see, buddy. Some of those colder winds of, of the Huskers. <laughs> That's them, right? Yeah. Corn Huskers. Oh, thank God. Crushed like, it. Yeah. Well, I, my sports knowledge, I didn't want to, I didn't want to show my hand. You did well for yourself there, <laughs> thank buddy. Thank you. <laughs> This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com.